What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, with me, as always, Nick Von Brick. And they're off. And Justin the Russian Concussion Mascaro. Good evening. Episode 103 of Big Easy Bets is still not brought to you by anybody except us. Um, it's a little mix-up with Prediction Strike there, but don't worry. I'll, I'll, get, I'll, get, uh, I'll get what we're owed. <clears throat> All right. Um, how you feeling? Mm-hmm. Not great? Mm. I, I'm sick. <laughs> uh, what about you, Justin? How are you feeling? I feel good. Even after y'all both having pretty shitty weeks, huh? I know. Yeah. Y'all just had to pick every game. Well, what's new? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first week. Um, it, it definitely in a while, possibly of the season that we all missed, that we all lost our locks. Yeah, I, I was thinking but about that. that. None of us went. Over five hundred. Yeah, I went three and three. So, um, definitely that combination is probably a first. That nobody was in the green. Yeah, and, and nobody no hit a lock. Yeah, no, that's wild. But all right, we will recap. This is gonna be a short episode. Uh, no two ways about it. This is gonna be a quick one. So, college basketball. It's in full swing. All of our college basketball picks go to the Instagram page. I got four plays out tonight. Uh, one tips off in six minutes. So. <clears throat> All right. We'll start with just the recap of the wild card round. So we started it off on Saturday. Raiders and Bengals. Um, I mean, Bengals win by seven. They cover the five and a half. <sighs> Jerome Boger fucked it up. You don't think so, but that's because you had the over and you just wanted touchdowns. I mean, I don't think it was as big of a deal as everybody's making it. I think they definitely – no, it's not, but – when I have Raiders plus five and a half, I definitely heard a whistle. The play we're referring to is obviously when Burrow rolls out to the right. He's close to the sideline, but replay review shows nowhere near stepping on it. Um, but there's a whistle. And from my perspective, it was definitely I, – I thought the play wasn't going to stand because the whistle came so soon. Yeah. And, I mean, I said that right away. I was like, okay, yeah, we're good. Fuck it. Who cares? And then – I thought that it looked like the DBs pulled up, but the angle that they show you, you can't really tell that for sure. All I know is rules are rules, so you have to abide yeah, by I these don't, rules. I'm not debating whether or not the whistle was blown early yeah. because it was, but that was a wrong decision there. So it's like you could look at it. If they do call it, um, like let's say they went and reviewed and they see, oh, there was an errant whistle and they took that touchdown off the board. Bengals batters could be like, well, that was a fucking that you just stole a touchdown. Yeah, definitely. But, um, wait, say your scenario again. I'm saying that if they went back and looked at, if they reviewed the play, which they did, and they ended up overturning. Well, they it, didn't review it. They just huddled up. Oh, okay. Jerome Boger came running over. They talk about nothing for two seconds, then he goes touchdown. That's what they're saying. You can't. It's, but all it's scoring not, reviews are all scoring plays are reviewed only to see if it is a yeah. touchdown. Though you can't review 
was there or was there not oh, okay. a whistle. When there is a whistle, plays over, no questions asked. So I'm saying if they would have ended up on the field calling it um, that he was out of bounds, I mean, he clearly wasn't out of bounds. No, yeah, definitely. And, and But I said live, it looked like they, they it slowed things up. I mean, the DBs all start pointing immediately at the officials like what? Yeah, the, I think the guy was w- way open. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, from the angle that we saw, I mean, I, I would need to see. Even then, it, 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 the the replay that they showed, the whistle, I'm telling you, they had an audio delay when Terry McCauley yeah, was talking. Yeah, no, that and was then the whistle was, I watched, a, I watched another replay of it. It was, ball was like out of his hand, but nowhere near being caught, whistle, whistle blows. So, so the whistle was, uh, they whistled it dead because they thought, he Burrow stepped out of out. bounds. That's what I assumed. They um, do that because <laughs> they're trying to. They don't want him to get hit. Yeah, him. Yeah. They so don't. like right when he get, or they're trying to, and they also have to defend whether or not like he does get hit just out of bounds. They have to defend that their call for like unnecessary roughness and stuff like that late hit out of bounds. But it's like when there's a fumble and a scoop and score and they blow it dead. Once the whistle is blown, it's done. No questions asked. Yeah. Like you can you can overturn if it was a fumble or not. But that's what Terry McCauley came out and said. Uh, Gene Steratore said something about all kinds of people were like, they botched that. It yeah. should have been. And, and yeah, I mean, but either way, they I was going to be wrong. Yeah, definitely. But that's there not my no way to get that, that call. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. If I was on the other side and it was blown whistle. And so, yeah, I'd be pissed too on the opposite side, but I'm not, I'm on the Raiders side. I'm on the side that it didn't benefit. So, um, I feel like, well, also, too, the NFL came out and said that Jerome Boger and his crew are not going to be officiating another Yeah, as if that uh, was game. worse than the, the no call, you know? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I know. Bill Vinovich is still on the fucking field. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, that's you can't have shit like that. You can't have that happen. There's, there's money riding on these games, a lot of money. So, I mean, realistically, the Raiders still had a chance there at the end. Derek Carr is fucking unbelievably bad. I've never seen a quarterback mismanage the play clock more. Derek Carr has something in his brain where he takes a nap until there's five seconds left on the play clock. And then he goes, all right, let me make, let me make some reads. Oh, the defense is doing, it's like, no, you fucking idiot. There's three seconds left. Stop talking to Josh Jacobs, having him come over and whisper in your fucking ear, snap the ball. Yeah. And the Raiders were one of five in the red zone for touchdowns. Worst red zone team in the league, Uh, offense and defense. (laughs) Derek Carr's not a good quarterback. Derek- that's what you call an overkiller. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was 45 right. points scored. Justin and I were both on over 49. Yeah, it's I forgot like, about that. Dude, one more touchdown. <clears throat> totally different game. Yeah. You think they bring him back? Oh, I mean, I don't know where else they would go. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Where are they picking in the draft? It's not going to be great. So, and there's not really a great quarterback in the draft. Nobody. I mean, people might want to go play there, but he's. I'm sure he's still under contract for. A little while. I could yeah, be wrong. I don't, I don't even know. I yeah, I think fired, they're um, there's the coach, the GM. Michael oh, Mike Mayock. Mayock. Yeah, yeah, he's out. Um, I think they stick with Carr. They're kind of their hands are kind of tied. Unless his contract's ending after this year, that I don't know about, but I don't think it is. I feel like they're kind of tied up. So the Raiders are always going to be like a wishy washy like eight and eight, eight and nine, nine and eight. Yeah, middle in of that the pack range. Team. Yeah. Um. I mean, credit to them for making the playoffs after everything they had to go through this year. That was really impressive. But it's like, would they have their average wins were three points or less? Like, they didn't blow out anybody. They played nothing but close games. So, 
I don't know. I, all I know is Derek Carr is a fucking moron. He's he's not a good quarterback. He's a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. He'll show you flashes that show top-tier upside. And then, I mean, if you're not good in the red zone, the best quarterbacks are assassins in the red zone. They're, they're nothing but efficient. Drew Brees was incredible in the red zone. Tom Brady's incredible in the red zone. Manning was incredible in the red zone. Derek Carr's fucking horrendous in the red zone. He's not a good quarterback. I don't, I don't want him to be... The quarterback of the Saints, that's for sure, because that, that got floated out there. Um, like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll take him over Taysom. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know. That one was frustrating. Back door was open, and Jerome Boger cost us uh, cost us the cover there on Raiders plus five and a half. But what can you do? Uh, next game, y'all were on the same side. Justin, this was your lock. This was, And I was on the opposite side. I was on the winning side. Bills, Patriots. Bills blow them out 47 to 17. What are you, what are your thoughts? It's the refs. The refs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. What are your thoughts, Justin? This was your lock. Yeah, it, it was. And it was super disappointing because, I mean, I don't ever remember the Patriots getting blown out like that. But I asked y'all. I was like, do y'all really think – y'all think Mac Jones is there? I didn't think – I think Mac yeah, Jones did. is going to be good. And is already good, He, he for especially for a rookie. He's already good. Um, But he's not there yet. He's not. He's not about to make a run in the playoffs. You know, yeah. The big thing was the the Bills were able to run it all over them. Yeah, run it, throw it. Uncharacteristically for how they've been playing Not this year. It. Yeah, I mean they had they had 174 yards rushing. They averaged six yards a carry. Uh, they had over 480 yards of offense. How many times did they punt? Oh, I, I don't know. Um, it's a good question. Probably not many. Over 480 yards of offense. Not any on the drives they were trying to Let's score see. points. I can tell you right here. Um, zero times in the first half and zero times in the second half. They didn't punt once. Yeah. How can you win? You know? Yep. Um, don't yeah. matter how good Mac Jones played in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I thought the weather yeah, was but he didn't. But I mean, he had the two picks. Yeah. The first one was big because they were sc- driving. That was they an incredible were, play, though. The guy was open. That was an incredible. By the safety. Though. By Poyer. That was, I think it was, it was either Poyer or Hyde incredible fuck. I couldn't believe he yeah, came Micah up with Hyde, it. Yeah, Micah Hyde, I think, caught it. I couldn't believe he came up with it. Like, the way the camera angle was, too, you couldn't really tell, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, okay, he's got it. Um, Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen, 21-25, over 300 yards and five touchdowns against Bill Belichick's defense. That was extremely Yeah, plus all, the, all what he did impressive. running it. Yeah. How much did he run for? Let's see. He ran for six carries for 66 yards, 11 yards a carry. Yeah, no, I mean, that's extremely impressive. The Bills, the Bills kind of put everybody on notice a little bit, <clears throat> but uh, so I cover the four there. Buccaneers, think we were all on them now. Yeah, yeah. So all of us were on the Bucks uh, minus eight and a half. This one got a little hairy there at the end. First game on Sunday, uh, they end up winning by sixteen, but they fucking gave the ball back after going for it on fourth and one to Philly. And I'm like, if Philly marches down and scores a touchdown here, I'm going to be furious. Oh, yeah. I so, got it. I ended up betting it at seven and a half. Oh, I bet it right it away. It went down, I guess. Yeah, on, it did. On Sunday. Yep. So I wasn't even thinking, to be honest. Oh, well, I was. Well, I was kind of thinking maybe. I was like, did I get it high, at a higher number when we recorded? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, when I saw they go for it on fourth and one, I'm like, you put the game away right here. Stuffed. Philly fucking stuffs it. Um, I was like, if they march down right here, I'm going to be furious. I'm going to be so pissed. 
Because it was far and away, Tampa was running them out the building the, oh, yeah. the whole game. <clears throat> All right, and then in the biggest, uh, the biggest mind-boggling moment of the weekend, I guess, San Francisco and Dallas. Dallas was three-point favorites. This was my lock of the week. Dallas goes ahead. I mean, what a clown pick. Dallas goes ahead and loses by six to San Francisco, but Dak played like shit. Yeah. Dak Prescott, 23 of 43, 254 yards, one touchdown, one pick, and one quarterback sneak with fucking seven seconds left on the clock to end the game. And then he's getting mad at the official. You can't set you can't set the ball yourself, you fucking idiot. Yeah, you try to spot that. it yourself. Yeah, no, that's inexcusable. No, yeah. When he ran, I was like, "What the fuck?" And Tony Romo's like, "Oh my god!" And then he's like, "No, they're gonna get it. They're gonna get it." And then he's just like, "Oh my!" god. If they would have made room and handed the ball to the official, then immediately maybe get, get the it. fuck yeah. up and hand it to him. Yeah, but not the way they did it. You can't just you. He like gave it to the center. Here, put it right there. Actually, yeah. scoot it a little bit. Scoot it up a little bit. But yeah. I think he did actually get the ball off like right before it in between zero and one but he went to spike it like if you got the ball off you might as well just throw yeah. it out mary yeah. yeah he doesn't know he's just trying to his brain as fast yeah. as he can he's yeah. spiking the ball as fast as he can yeah he's not what yeah he's not looking up at the so clock yeah, he, he might have he might have snapped it um in time before time expired but yeah he's but it's like everybody's got to be on the same page there because they're poorly coached. They're extremely poorly The line poorly formed the wall, the block mm-hmm. of the official yeah. from big getting there. It's like you got to have a hole there for him to run and get there. They're, they're extremely poorly coached. Yeah, he ran Dak Again, over it's trying to get to the it's ball. It's no secret that Mike McCarthy's a fucking He's jackass. so fat. Yeah, I mean, yes. but <laughs> So that's a problem for Andy for Reid's them. fat. Yeah, that's a different story. Though. John Madden was fat. He was more ugly, though. John Madden was fat. But he was big. I mean, I feel like there's He a, wasn't fat like them. Bill Belichick's kind of fat. Uh, not like them, though. I mean, he's old guy fat. Yeah, he's not like... He, I don't look at him as, like, obese fat, even though by definition he's probably obese, but... Like, Andy Reid and Mike McCarthy can't get around the track once and uh... No, definitely not. Probably they'll do it in have you ever over seen Andy, two minutes. Have you ever seen Andy Reid's ankles? 400 meters in two minutes. It looks like Andy Reid's ankles are about to burst open. And, like, I don't know what's going to come out. Grease. Like something not good. Well, he had that health scare, and this is a serious issue we're talking about. Yeah, so. and his his uh, son ran over a little girl, killed her. So yeah, <clears throat> not wow. the best guys over there. Not the healthiest. Not the best guys. Um, I mean, who's the fattest coach to win a Super Bowl other than Andy Reid? There's got to be other fat coaches. Mike McCarthy. That's true with the with the Packers. Um, who else though? <sighs> now, now you got me thinking. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the the Ryan brothers. They obviously they didn't win a Super Bowl, yeah. but but they were fat. Yeah, they were fat as shit. Um, that Bob guy from the Browns said, "Hut, that guy, he was fat uh, as yeah, shit." Yeah. Um, but he ain't winning nothing. He might have died actually. But yeah, anyway, okay. Cowboys, though, what the fuck are y'all doing? I I don't like what what did CD Lamb? CD Lamb had one catch for twenty one yards. They were playing him single coverage man the whole fucking game. Get CD Lamb the ball. Amari Cooper, 6 for 64 and a touchdown. Can't really knock that too much. But Amari Cooper hadn't done shit. I remember when he came over from the Raiders, they're like, Dallas has their guy. Dallas has got their guy. Now you got CeeDee Lamb across from him. You got weapons upon weapons and can't do shit. Zeke had 12 carries. 
for yeah, 31 how many times yards. Did they run the ball. They fucking refute uh, overall. Let's see. 21 times. Yeah, that's because it was too late. They didn't commit, and then they were down too much. Yeah. Then they had no choice. It's fucking. It, it's unbelievable. Like how you can consistently just over and over and over again shit the bed, in the most important part of the season. It's aggravating because I had money on it. It was my fucking lock, but it's like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, Garoppolo tried to get him back into the game with that. I don't even know what he said. I gripped the ball wrong. It's like a check down. He threw it. There was a Taysom Hill check down. Oh, and then the almost fumbled by Kittle. Oh, I know. I know. It's like, that was with a decent amount of time left. So you never know that if the Cowboys score quickly there, get a stop, get a, the ball back, you never know. Dak Prescott isn't worth the money. Not worth, oh, no. Not worth 40 mil. Is it 40 mil a year? I don't know. I think it's $40 million a year. Do y'all think Zeke is worth the money? I think they like ran Zeke into the ground. I was thinking about that. I I, I think they overuse Zeke. I don't know what the problem is, but it's like he's only in his, what, fourth or fifth year? Um, 2014, right? 14 was his. Um, uh, I think 15. No, 16. 16. I got it right okay. here. Round one, pick four. Um, So six. Yeah, but I mean, that's a lot on him, though. He's got to take care of his shit. Definitely. But it's like, what what did happen to him, though? Like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about this game in particular because they refused to commit to the run, and then they were down too much. So he wasn't. I mean, he's, o- in my opinion, he's overweight. But um, I don't get Fortnite it. is, too, and that's another reason why you see – these running backs, they get injured like that. It's yeah. like, bro, you... I don't understand how you're a professional athlete. How are you overweight? I mean, he's not, like, fat or anything, but... but oh, no, no, yeah. You gotta be in damn No, no, sick. yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm agreeing. Out of all you. the positions, running back's the most <laughs> important one. It's the harshest on your body. It's like, you have to be in the best shape. That's why you see Kamara having so much success. Mm-hmm. He's on top of his yeah. training, bro. At one point, Zeke, like, did look sloppy. Like, his body, obviously. I mean, he just looked like... Well, he's over there eating fucking... Giant ass bowls of cinnamon toast crunch. Like I do that too, but I'm not the running back for the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't understand. It's like Zion. I understand yeah. the media is blowing it out of proportion, but he is bigger than what he was. And it's like, for the love of Christ, can we get him a salad? Like, you're the face of the franchise. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't get it. Do you not want to like win and do good. If somebody wants to pay me millions of dollars and all I have to do is stay in shape and then just be naturally good at what I'm good at. No questions yeah. asked. Yeah, hire a fucking chef. Oh, I'm sure he has it. Yeah, it's like Michael Thomas is eating Crunchberry French toast, but he's staying in shape. I, I don't. I don't know. If I'm if I'm a Dallas fan, I'm I'm sick. I'm sick. Because it's, it's every year. I talk about the Saints getting screwed every year. Imagine being Dallas and going middle of the road, middle of the pack, 8-8, eight and eight, every single year. And then finally, it's like, oh, my God. We don't, we're not just completely average. Now we have a chance to do something. And then you run into the team that nearly wasn't even in the playoffs. They squeaked in the back door. And then you lose on your home field. It, I mean, it's disgusting. So, yeah. and they have talent all across the board. Yeah, both sides of the ball. Yeah, you got the rookie, the defensive rookie of the year, Micah Parsons, who's a fucking stud. You got overrated ass Trayvon Diggs that everybody wants to foam at the mouth about because he gets a bunch of interceptions, but gets burnt like fucking toast if he's not getting an interception. It's pick or nothing. It, 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 Trayvon Diggs. I mean, did we? I, 
That's why I stand by it. I saw what Jamar Chase did to him. Made him look like a child. So understand he's getting a lot of interceptions and it, it, he's benefited from a lot of tip balls, but it's like he's not a good cover corner. He's just not. No. So Dallas minus three was my lock of the week. Um, no, no bueno on that one. So then we ended the night with a winner for everybody, I believe. Yeah, ain't nobody was picking fucking the Steelers. Come on. All right, Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Uh, pretty much ran them out the building. Uh, they end up winning by 21, but it wasn't even that close. Kansas Slow start for Kansas City, and then they just turned it on big time. Jerk McKinnon uh, out the backfield with Clyde being hurt, and then Daryl Williams. I don't know if he was hurt, but he didn't really get the ball very much if he, if he played. So uh, McKinnon looked damn good over 100 yards of offense, I believe. Kansas City looked like old. Old Kansas City. So, Chiefs cover right there. And then Monday, Rams and Cardinals. It's a bad, bad pick. Bad pick. Car, uh, Kyler looked like shit. Kyler looked like it, – it looks like they figured out Kyler Murray. Yeah. He couldn't do a goddamn thing. I know Hopkins is hurt, but Hopkins is past his prime. So, if you can't do anything with without just because Hopkins isn't there, I mean, they really don't have – I like Rondale more. I like Christian Kirk a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, 19-34, 137 yards and two touchdowns against a Rams secondary that has already proven to be susceptible to the pass. So, I mean, and good the run. Well, well, yeah, I'm talking about the secondary. But, yeah, I, I mean, that's the weakness of their defense. Their secondary will get beat. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, overall their defense has not been that great. Wasn't as good as it was last year. So, I mean, what happened? You hate Kingsbury. I hate him. But then so you flipped. You flipped and I mid-season. Hate the Cowboys too. You flipped mid-season on them though. And I flipped at the last minute. I said these guys are costing me money, <laughs> and sure enough, they cost me again. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I know I was on the Cardinals. Justin, you were on the Rams. I just kept waiting for like, all right, they're just not. They're gonna keep it up, and then it, of course it happens to both teams at the very end. Well, Kyler Murray kept like. It was so weird. Like he would attempt to scramble out of the pocket and then just drop. Like he kept taking sacks. It's like, you're supposed to be fucking fast. What make something happen, make something out of nothing. It was an all around, just a a horrendous performance from the Cardinals. That's another team. I mean, talk about, I sent that stat to you, uh, about Cliff Kingsbury on the final, like couple games. Yeah. So, so since Texas, since 2013, Cliff Kingsbury, to end his season, in 2013, he lost five of his last six. 2014, he lost four of his last six. Four of his last six and 15. Six of his last eight and 16. Six of his last eight and 17. Lost all remaining five games in 2018 with Texas Tech. Then they said, oh, come coach the Cardinals because you lose all your games at Texas Tech. Cardinals started out great, then lost seven of the last nine. Same thing last year, started out great, lost five of the last seven, and then this year started out great. They were the best team in football record-wise, and then they lost five of the last six, including the playoff loss to the Rams. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's like they get comfortable. So when you're supposed to start clicking, when you're supposed to really be rolling and find your midseason form and be playoff ready, they shit the bed. So that's, that's directly on coaching in some form or fashion, he's not getting his guys ready to go. They're not scheming up 
how they should be. I don't know what the exact answer is, but it's not good. So Cardinals get blown out of the water. Odell is uh, catching touchdowns, throwing touchdowns. Odell's so happy to be out of Cleveland. <laughs> but all right, so I went three and three on the week. Uh, like I said, I lost out on my lock. Nick, you went two and five. You also lost out on your lock. You had Steelers under 46. Obviously, Bengals over 49, which we already talked about. But, yeah, Steelers, Chiefs under 46. Um, Chiefs 65. Almost, yeah, Chiefs almost, almost got it by themselves. Justin, you were also on the over with Raiders, Bengals. Uh, you were also on the under, Pats and Bills. I think Bills did hit that one by themselves. Or it was very close. Same thing. Yeah, they did. Um, and then you were also on the under Steelers Chiefs as well with Nick. But then you're on Chiefs and Rams, so you ended it out. Uh, ended the weekend with two wins. But so I go three and three. That brings me to sixty three fifty eight and one, thirteen and six in my locks of the week. Nick went two and five. That brings him to forty two fifty seven and one, four fourteen and one in his locks of the week. And then Justin went four and five. That brings him to 54 and 28, 14 and five in his locks of the week. So, okay, we look ahead to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. First, first things first, um, the Bengals versus the Titans in Tennessee. Tennessee is three and a half point favorites. What, uh, what are y'all thinking? I don't know. This is tough. This might be the toughest one. This one's my lock. I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, never mind. They're all tough. <laughs> yeah, they looking are. Looking at it, but all right, which side are you leaning? I'm on the Bengals, plus three and a half. Um, Trey Hendrickson is questionable, so that worries me a little bit. But if I'm a Bengals fan, I like the road that you have, I mean, to the Super Bowl. I mean, because the Bills and Chiefs playing each other in the divisional rounds, good for the Bengals. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, you win this game against the Titans, who are – Little banged up. Uh, obviously, they get Derrick Henry back, but is he definitely coming back though? That's just what everybody's saying. But I know I mean, he's that's, he's back, like practicing and yeah. pads. But it's like, is he really gonna come back? I don't even remember what his injury was. To be honest, they haven't disclosed it yet. No, what? whether he's gonna come back. I mean, oh, okay. I was like, I thought it, I thought it was like a foot injury, but I didn't. I don't know what exactly. Um. Yeah, I think it was a foot. But yeah, if I'm guessing. I'm gonna say he doesn't come back, I, cause it's like you ru- you gotta be rushing him back a, a little bit. Also, too, it's like this is the divisional round. So if you really think he's gonna come back, I mean, I know it's win or go home, but you're playing the easier on paper of the three remaining teams. Obviously, Bills and Chiefs are the the, the top two. Somehow the Titans got the one seed. I don't fucking I don't have any idea how. Um. But yeah, this one's tough. So, so the Bengals are your lock. Yeah. Which side are you on? I'm gonna go with the Bengals. <clears throat> I think I am too. That's what I got written down. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's that easy. I, no, I, it's not. It worries me. I mean, they're. I don't know. I just it's a hard time for me seeing, it, especially with the questions in there about Henry. Even if he was for sure playing, I'd probably still lean towards the Bengals just because it's a tough. Um, I mean, the three and a hook, but uh, it's a tough. Like I don't know. The, well, that was one thing that surprised me with the Rams is how well Cam Akers played. 
Oh my which god! Which we didn't mention that, but that's his first game back. He tore his Achilles. Well, right? no, he was he played in a previous game. Oh, did he? This wasn't his first game back, but they were like baby. Okay. Uh, yeah, he tore his fucking Achilles. Yeah, like, pre-se- less like, than eight yeah. months ago, I think. Five and a half months ago. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm like worried when I watch him run. I'm like, no fucking way that thing's healed. Yeah. All the way. I'm like, what are y'all doing? But he was running hard as fuck. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like he looked damn good. So the fact that he's, fr- I mean, look at Quan. Quan came back from his Achilles pretty quickly mm-hmm. too. So who knows? I don't know what doctors doing their surgery, but he's doing a good job, I guess. But yeah, it like worries me when he runs. I'm like, oh fuck, please don't, don't rupture it. Um, yeah, but usually in a situation like that, you don't expect somebody to come out and like be back to full form like they were before. So even if yeah. Henry is back, I don't know if I would expect them to. But yeah, be full strength, and yeah. they're not going to throw him out to the wolves. They're going to baby him. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's just scary. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna take the Bengals too. But this is another one. It feels like like I don't think the Bengals are there yet. I don't think the bang the Bengals are not going to the AFC Championship. I don't think. Yeah. Like really. But then you would be like the Titans are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, the Titans fucking suck. Um, somehow they got the one seed. It, it, it blows me away. Uh, they, I mean, they ended out, they went one four out of their last five. So, but yeah, I mean, no, this one worries me a little bit. But I mean, this is the one I'm the most. The Bengals worried have about. a real balanced attack, so that that's big. I think that if, if it does come down to Burrow making plays, then it's certainly going to be him making them over Tannehill, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But all right, sounds like we're all on the Bengals plus three and a half. That that if it was if it was three, I'd take the Titans. Yeah. Um, that half point. Yeah, half point's big. But all right. Uh, second game on Saturday, we got Lambeau Field, Niners, Packers. Packers are six point home favorites. Over under currently sits at forty seven. It's going to be cold. Looking like five to. In between 5 to 15 degrees, is there any precipitation in the forecast? Can anybody tell me? Yeah, I'm, I'm no longer a fan on taking the under if I it's cold now. Because so. the Patriots and Bills broke I that. don't think it's going to rain or snow. What? When do they play? Saturday. Saturday. Uh, I see 50% chance of snow. At night? I don't know. It doesn't go that far into detail. Huh. Well, either way, you rolling with the Packers? Probably, man. I mean, how could I, how could you bet against them? What's on your hand? I don't want to speak about it. Okay. All right. No, it's on um, pipe dope. Pipe dope. Yeah. Gotcha. Not dope that you put in a pipe. But pipe okay. dope. Good. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, I. I mean, the, if it's snow, it's Packers by a billion. Yeah, don't ever. Even if the other team has Derrick Henry and you think he's a snowmobile. That's not true. <laughs> All right, which side are y'all taking? Uh, I'm on the Packers. Like Nick said, you can't really bet against them. Okay. Yeah, it just seems like, um, I don't know, it would be interesting. It's like, could you see them getting slowed down? Yeah, maybe, but it's like at the end of the day, I don't. The Packers' defense is really good too, so I don't really know how much success San Francisco will have if if they're key if they if Green Bay keys on the run and does it successfully. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, Green Bay is kind of, I mean, uh, San Francisco is kind of like, like put together for a weather game though. No. Yeah. Good run, good rushing attack, good defense. I'm going to take the under 47. I'm going under. Um, What's the wind look like? I don't know. I need an in-depth uh, weather app, and that I do not have. Um, Not sure if Nick Bosa is going to play. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, he's in concussion protocol. It's <clears throat> a good point. Um, Yeah, I'll take the Packers in the under. Are y'all just on the Packers? Yeah, I'm just on Green Bay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just on the Packers for now. Okay. Yeah, I'm on Green Bay plus six, under 47. So, all right. Two games on Sunday. First one, Rams, Buccaneers, Bucks at home, three-point favorites. This one's really tough, too, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought this was one of the toughest ones. Which side are y'all leaning? Um, <clears throat> I think I'm going to go with Tampa Bay here. Yeah? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know, man. It's like, is Fournette coming back? I don't know. What about Ronald Jones? Keyshawn Vaughn didn't play bad. No, he didn't. Which that's really good. I like to see that. Bernard didn't play bad either. But um, yeah, I don't know about Leonard. I don't know. This is a tough one. Okay, but I just think that if the Rams' pass rush is going to have to play. Like they played last game, and then they like they've played a, for a lot of last year, not like they played in the middle and toward the end of this year. Yeah, uh, it's a rematch. The Rams smashed them in the first one uh, early in the year. I don't know. I just think the Bucks probably get revenge here. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna take the Rams. I think um, Tristan Wirfs got hurt. Don't know if he's gonna be able to go. He may be fine, but I know he got he had to come out, and then his backup got hurt, and then Jensen. The left tackle, I mm-hmm. think, maybe left guard, um, got hurt as well. So, are they all going to be out? I highly doubt it. But if some are out and some aren't 100%, I mean, the biggest kryptonite to Tom Brady is interior pressure. So, Aaron Donald can provide you with that. Von Miller looked pretty damn good coming off the edge. So, I think they should be able to – I mean, look at the, – the Saints have laid out the blueprint for you. So – on how to stop the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. So I think they'll be able to get pressure. Uh, the emergence of Odell is big time because you know what you got with Cooper Cup. So if Stafford can just not lose the game for you with his 17 fucking interceptions, um, I think I think the Rams will be okay. Cam Akers, I mean, I know it's really tough to run on the Buccaneers, but Cam Akers look damn good. So I don't know. This is really tough, really tough. But... We'll see what happens. Justin, which side are you leaning? Um, I'm on the um, the Rams as well, and I'm taking the under. Uh, What's it at, 48.5? Yeah, 48.5. I thought the Rams' defense looked really well, good, against uh, the Cardinals. I mean, I know Kyler played really bad, but still, I mean. Yeah, but that could be contributed. That could be attributed to the Rams' defense. So. Yeah, and I mean, the, it's no secret that the Bucks lost a couple of receivers too. So, I mean. Jalen's on Mike Evans. I mean, mm-hmm. I like my chances of Scotty Miller and Rob Gronkowski beating yeah, me. No doubt. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm. It's just, it's a lot of uh, 
a lot of a lot of injuries going around with Tampa. It's like is Tampa getting back to the NFC fucking championship? It's just like there's been so much inconsistency with the Rams is why. Oh, yeah. a big yeah. reason why I can't take them. No, yeah, they they definitely so are. It's like the Bucks obviously they're going to know that you need to run the ball. You can't just let throw the ball 40 times and let the pass rush run free. Yeah. So you got to slow them down with the run. That's what I expect them to do. I'm pretty sure Fournette's going to be back. He was close to coming back last week, so I'm sure they were probably thinking ahead a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. At times, dude, it's like the Rams get bur- burned. Like we said, we talked about it when we reviewed the yeah, Cardinals Yeah, they definitely game. do. They definitely and do. And even the run, they've been, they haven't been that good against the run either. So it's like, I don't know. I don't like Matt Stafford, to be honest. I don't like him either. I think uh, he's a little overrated, but they got plenty of weapons. And I've always said, I mean, everybody knows it, but the way to beat Tom Brady is interior pressure. So we've got the best interior linemen um, and some quality defensive ends. So I'm going to roll the dice with the Rams. It's by no means my lock of the week, but I'll take the Rams plus three. Justin's on the Rams as well. Nick is on the Bucks. So the final game, um, and this one's going to be my lock, uh, you got Buffalo, Kansas City. Kansas City's one-and-a-half-point favorites. This line is shrinking. This is going to be the best game of the weekend by far, I think. So that Rams and Tampa game will be good. Since I mean, they're all honestly, they're all good. But mm-hmm. this is the one I'm most looking forward to seeing, and I'm taking the Bills. Taking the Bills, getting points as my lock. Josh Allen looked fucking good. That defense looked really good. That defense has been playing with a chip on their shoulder ever since the snow game against the Patriots. Kansas City has shown um, they're not as a a fine-tuned machine as what they were the last few seasons, so they're vulnerable. Pat Mahomes, I don't know. It's going to be tough, but I really like like Buffalo in this spot. Buffalo shit the bed the last few years. This is uh, a good opportunity. I mean, if the winner of this game is probably going to the Super Bowl. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You got to go – the, and they they're both going to know that going into this game. Like they are going to be, both sides are going to be locked the fuck in. Knowing you win this one, then you have a, you, this is the toughest test you have on the road to the Super Bowl. Then you got to go through either Cincinnati or Tennessee. So, uh, I'll take the Bills. Which side are y'all on? Well, this one's tough. Um, I'm on the Chiefs. Okay. Um. I mean, I hate to pick against the Bills because they really are clicking right now. Like, their defense is playing really well, and Josh Allen's playing good. But, um, yeah, I think I'm going to just have to go with the home team here. Okay, it's the same thing that I said when um, Kansas City played Cincinnati. Living and dying by man man coverage. Yeah. And not do that with Stephon Diggs. Yeah. I mean, you, you just can't, so... Uh, it's going to be good weather. Looks like forty three sunny. So weather yeah. weather won't be playing a factor. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it it's tough, but I, I like this spot for Buffalo big time. Which side are you taking? I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Okay. Um, and the first game they played early in the year, the Chiefs turned a ball over four times, two interceptions, two fumbles. Uh, they lost thirty eight to twenty to Buffalo. So it was in Arrowhead. It's a rematch at home. I don't know, man. It's like this is to me. This is probably one of the tougher ones. They're all really tough. I think 
that, in my opinion, this is the toughest just because it's like who, you know, a lot of times in this game, what what offensive like these, you would say, all right, I'm going to take the better quarterback. Well, it just depends because Josh Allen really isn't playing as good as he played last year either, mm. in my opinion, and neither is Mahomes. But then you look at their numbers and you're like, well, maybe the standard we're holding them to it just way too high because you look at the numbers you and you wouldn't be like, oh, they're they're the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what taking all that into account. I think still like I know that the Bills had a lot of success running it. They're going to have to continue to do that. The Chiefs, though, are a team that kind of struggles to run it a little bit as well. Uh, this is like, did they play in the playoffs last year? Mm, I don't remember. They might have. Probably. Um, I would assume. Yeah, I probably. don't remember. The Bills might have lost to the Ravens last year in the <clears> playoffs, <throat> if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm going to roll with Mahomes here. I feel like so when they went on that stretch, so the Chiefs won. Let's see. So they were four and three, or three and four. I remember, I think that was when they were last place in their division. Then they won four, they won eight straight. And on that winning streak, their defense played uncharacteristically yeah. better than what they normally do. Uh, they beat New York twenty to seventeen. They beat they beat Green Bay thirteen to seven. That might have been a uh, when Rodgers was out with COVID. Yeah, that was. Um, they beat Dallas nineteen to nine. They beat Denver twenty two to nine. Then they beat Vegas forty eight to nine. They beat Pittsburgh thirty six to ten. So their defense has been playing lights out, and I don't see. I just don't think that their defense is as good as. Uh, they they were on that stretch. I don't I don't like I said they I said it with the Bengals game. They live or die by man coverage. I don't think that they're going to be able to do that this game. Uh, Josh Allen's ability with his legs is going to be a big factor because when you play man coverage, you turn your back to the quarterback. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities for him to run and pick up yards, extend drives. Yeah, they do a good job of mixing in the blitz. The Chiefs do. Um, so that's something to take into account, but I mean, no, neither one of these defense to me are, are are all that good. I don't know. Buffalo's is pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I think that they can be run on if a team can commit to it. I mean, it was hard for the Patriots to do it because they just got they were down twenty one nothing in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think they have the number one scoring defense. And they, yeah, yeah, they do. And then they going down the line from week eighteen and back. They've given up 10, 15, 21, 14, 33 in overtime, 10, 6. Okay, that was against who in overtime today? Tampa. Okay. Uh, 15. Uh, they lost 9-6 to six to Jacksonville, uh, 0 to Houston, 0 to Miami, and 16 to Pittsburgh. Um, so, yeah, I feel like their defense is way better than the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't know, but the same stat line you read about the Chiefs sounded similar to that as well. Like the the Chiefs scoring defense over that eight game stretch. So it's like, well, no, yeah, no, that was, um, yeah, over the eight, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I I feel like between the two defenses, I feel like like Buffalo's consistently done it, whereas the yeah, Chiefs did I'd it on their eight game stretch. Clearly better than 
than out Josh Allen. I don't know. Mahomes is kind of look like shit. I don't know. I think when Josh Allen gets blitz, his eyes, his eyes don't stay downfield long enough, and he'll he'll get. I think that he looks to run it a little bit too much. I mean, it could benefit him in this game, but that's why I was surprised by how well he played against the the Patriots because I expected that to happen to him, but it didn't. I mean, he made plays with his legs. I don't know. It's just in, in those third and tens and stuff like that, I'm going to be betting on Mahomes. To, like, it's with both of these offenses, so you got to hold your breath on third and ten every mm-hmm. time. It's like and you, any other offense, you're like, all right, we're getting a stop here. It's like these offenses, they can throw in completions on first down and second down. It doesn't even matter because they'll pick up 15 on third. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i going to roll with the Bills. Um, so y'all are both on the Chiefs. I'm on the over as well. Are you? 54 and a half. Okay. Um, okay. To recap mine, I got Bengals plus three and a half. I have Green Bay plus six. And then I have Green Bay, San Francisco under 47. I have the Rams plus three. And then my lock of the week, I have the Bills plus one and a half. I have the Bengals plus three and a half. I have the Packers minus six. I have Tampa Bay. What is it? Two and a half or three? What do I y'all have? Three. 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 Okay. Minus three. I have the Chiefs minus one and a half. Tampa Bay mm-hmm. is going to be my lock. Okay. Justin. Um, I have the Bills and Chiefs over fifty four and a half. Then I have the Chiefs minus one and a half. I have the Rams and Bucks under forty eight and a half. And then the Rams plus three. I have the Packers minus six against the Forty Niners. And my lock of the week is the Bengals plus three against the Titans. Plus three and a half against the Titans. Okay. Um, all right. So there is our NFL picks uh, for the divisional round of the playoffs. Um, that's pretty much all I got. We're 45 minutes in. Like I said, this was going to be a shorter episode. Y'all got anything to say? Uh, LSU football is doing well in the transfer portal. Number, number one. Yeah, that's good. Number one, um, yeah, they are. I, I'm I'm extremely interested to see what Brian Kelly does come spring and all that. We're going to be good. Not like national championship competing, but better than not what years. we've been doing. Yeah, for sure. That's one thing. Is like he'll he's going to get the most out of what we have. Yeah. So we'll be in a lot of all the games. I think it'll be close games. For sure. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm excited. We need it. It's a breath of fresh air that we needed big time. Um, all right, Justin, you got anything to say before we go? Um, how y'all feel about the Saints schedule for next year? Y'all get a chance to look at it? Uh, I looked at the away games because we do an away game every year. Um, <clears throat> I think we're considering either Arizona, Philly, uh, or San Francisco. With all the shit going on right now, it'll probably be Arizona that we go to. Um, What's up with Philly? Why do we keep playing them away? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, didn't we? we went there, I know we went there two years ago. Didn't we? When Taysom lost to Jalen Hurts, did we play his him rookie this year? year? Um, I think this is like the third year in a row. We'll be I think we played him this year. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know why we continue to play because them because I was like, oh, we're getting them. Well, yeah, is, well, yeah, because we played we played the NFC East this year. Yeah. Um. So that is strange. But yeah, we played Cowboys, Redskins, and Philly. So I don't know. I don't know. That is strange, but. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really, from a standpoint of like strength of schedule, I haven't really dove into it and really looked at it all that much. The home um, schedule's good. Yeah, I know the Bengals are coming. 
Um, who else? There's somebody else. Ravens, Raiders, Vikings, Seahawks, Rams. Rams, yeah, that's right. And then the three divisional. Yeah, running back with the Rams. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I'm not even really worrying about Saints football until the Super Bowl runs its course, and then the once the draft starts approaching, then I'll start really diving back into it. But need a break. Um, but yeah, all right. That's our picks for the divisional round. For all of our college basketball picks, go to the Big Easy Bets Instagram page. There's also the Big Easy Bets TikTok. Uh, about to start doing some more stuff there. Go follow the Instagram page if you haven't already. So, but all right, episode 103 is in the books. Y'all have a good one. Who dat?